Grace and peace to you from God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. We always hear the words of John the Baptist sometime during Advent. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is come near. Words about unquenchable fire, about baptisms with fire, about axes and winnowing forks, and something big coming. That's why we hear him during Advent, this season when we are looking forward not just to the birth of Jesus Christ, but to the reign of God in all the world. The kingdom of heaven truly has come near. John's words are vivid. They're full of warning and of promise. Some might read them and expect that any sermon preached on John's, John's words should be a sermon full of fire and brimstone. You know me, I'm not much for brimstone. But when I was reading these words this week, a different kind of fire kept coming to mind. A few weeks ago, I came home, I think from, from visiting my mother in Grapevine, and I came in, and, and when you come in our garage door, you're practically in the kitchen. There's just a small hallway, and then the kitchen, and the stove, and the everything. And I came in, and there was smoke in the air, and there was loud noises of sizzling, and it was warm, because Silas was making stew. And when Silas makes stew, he starts by taking the beef that he's going to use in the stew and searing it on every side, getting a pan so hot, ripping hot with fire, and putting the beef there, and so it sizzles and it, and it smokes. Our cat hates it because he thinks the smoke detectors are going to go off. <laughs> and it changes. The, the reason Silas does this instead of just letting the meat cook in the stew itself is because the very texture and flavor of the beef changes when you sear it. If you really like cooking things, you know that's called the Maillard reaction. I think Maillard was a French guy. So I came home to, to this searing and sizzling. I even helped a little bit because Silas needed to run and do something. So I minded the meat for a few minutes. And once it was all seared, he put that together with, with beef stock and wine and vegetables. And he put those in the oven and he let them stew for hours, at least more than an hour. It's a long time. And in that heat, in the oven, in the heat, the wine and the vegetables, they all changed. The alcohol left the wine because that's not why it was there. But the rich flavors of the grapes of this old aged beverage stayed and brought a darkness and a richness to the stew. The vegetables went from raw and crunchy to soft and perfect. The beef cooked and cooked and cooked and got tender and able to pull apart with just a fork. And then when it was done, Silas and I stood by the stew and we tasted it and we added a little more salt and then we added a little more vinegar for some acid and tasted it until it was just right everything melding together into something much more than its parts. You can tell I really like Silas's beef stew. <laughs> but 
But that's what cooking is. Cooking changes things. It takes simple ingredients and fire, and it turns it into something new. When I read John's words about a winnowing fork and a threshing floor, well, I don't, I don't harvest wheat that often, so I'm less familiar with this, but I think about the transformation that comes when you're cooking. I think about the way things change when you add heat to them. And I realize what John is talking about is not hell and brimstone trying to scare us all into repentance. But John is talking about the transformative nature of faith. He is calling these people to be baptized and he is telling them, this is going to change your life. The one who is coming, we know him as Jesus. He is going to change everything. Like a hot fire searing beef or a warm oven cooking and transforming ingredients, this life of faith changes us transforms us into something more than we were at the beginning. John wasn't preaching to scare people. John didn't have crowds of people coming to him for baptism because they were afraid. John was preaching words of hope, words of promise, words that drew people in because they wanted to be part of it. And when we read John's words here in this season of Advent, we are called to be drawn in as well. We are called to repent, to acknowledge when we have failed, when we have made mistakes, when we have sinned. We are also called to acknowledge the world of sin around us that we are part of and cannot free ourselves from. There are structural sins that we are born into, that we face and we try to change, but that still are present. We see these things and we repent, we change our minds and change our ways, we turn around again and again. And we do our best knowing we are still going to make mistakes. We are still humans, sinners, unable to save ourselves. But we have the promise of Jesus' baptism. Baptism of the spirit and of fire. It doesn't mean you have to literally walk across coals or jump through flames but it means that God's spirit is changing us, transforming us, making us into something new, something more, something so good. God is the one who does the transforming work. God is the one who is able to bring God's kingdom here on earth, here amongst sinners and sinful structures. God is the one who makes us new creations. So when we hear John the Baptist's words, 
words that could be interpreted as frightening, scary, words that could be interpreted only as judgment. Instead, I hear words of hope and promise, of better things to come, not just for us, but for all of creation. Better things to come because we have been and will be transformed. This Advent season, when it's cold outside, I'm eating something delicious Silas made. I think about the way transformation happens all around us. The way we are changed, the way we are transformed, and I look forward to the coming of Christ. Not so that my enemies will finally have what's coming to them, not so that the judgments that I, a sinful human, might want will come, but so that the whole world will be changed. The whole world will be transformed. Peace will reign and God's love will empower all of us. That is the coming, the advent that John promises. Amen.